0: Hey guys, it's Cream, aka Miss Cream of the Crop, and you guys are tuned into the Elite Radio Show with me on 216 Elite Radio. And I appreciate you guys for being on the throne with me right here on the Elite Radio Show, as I just said, and I am happy to introduce you guys to Daniel Black. She's on the throne with me today, and she is actually a singer, a rapper, and a songwriter. Straight out of the Bronx, New York, and you guys know my affinity for New York artists. Even though I'm from the 216, I love almost everything that comes out of New York, as long as it's authentic. So, Danielle, thank you so much for being on the drone with me. How are you this
1: afternoon? Thank you for having me. I am doing absolutely great.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, right now,
1: um,
0: not just right now, this entire year has been really, really crazy for everyone. And I know it's been especially crazy for artists because you guys have had to find more creative ways to uh, connect with your supporters and your fans. So let's just hop right into how you've been doing uh, during this quarantine and this pandemic and what are some ways that you have uh, tried to find uh, creative ways and outlets to continue to um connect with your supporters and your followers.
1: I mean, just same old, same old, you know, constantly being, you know, on social media and engaging and, you know, constantly posting about my music, um, you know, I'm kind of starting to sing more on social media and put myself out there more because, you know, we haven't been able to perform. Um right. You know, I love to perform and I love to travel and perform, you know, in different areas, you know, to showcase my music. Um and actually, it's funny that we're, I'm even saying that right now because next Friday um, I was asked to perform uh at a venue. So I'm just so happy and excited to finally be back in the loop of things and being around people and, you know, just sharing my music.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy when your life is traveling and being around people, meeting people, networking, and it goes from that and immediately it's you're in the house. So for me, it's been weird. (laughs) It's been two things. It's been weird, but it's also been kind of cool because this is the first time I've ever sat still and been home this long, ever. Right. And, you know, it was weird at first, but now it's like, then it was, okay, it was like this at the beginning. It was weird, and then it was like, oh, I kind of like this, and then now I'm back to already <laughs> yeah. was outside opening back up.
1: <laughs> I know, so, I know. I mean, I have to say, you know, even though we were locked in, um, you know, still out and about doing things, um, you know, have a great team, and, you know, my team alongside of myself, you know, we were about still continuing to do what we needed to do in the safest way. Um, you yeah. know, we basically said to each other, hey, if we've been around each other constantly before this, then we might as well keep continuing because, you know, we've been around each other's germs regardless. So we yeah. were, you know, okay to continue to video and continue to record and, you know, continue to train and and do all of that. So I have to say that even though the lockdown was, you know, crazy and stuff like that, um, we were still able to get our work done, so we we powered yes. through.
0: Absolutely. I think that a lot of us were still able to get our work done. It was just finding creative ways to connect with other people outside of your team because right. that's what we did as well at the station. Even though a lot of people from our station, they're from different uh, cities and states, and then we have a few that are based in Cleveland and We were apart for a couple of months and then we came together and that's really the only people that I've been around except for my family. So it's been, it's been kind of cool though because I'm a really creative person and I feel like this has only increased my creativity. So do you find that being only around your team for the most part during the last couple of months, do you find that it has increased the creative ideas that you guys have come up with?
1: Um, I think most importantly, it wasn't so much of my team that was enhancing Mm. my creative aspect. Um, It was more of, okay, I can't do this right now. So it was forcing me, the quarantine was forcing me to check on other areas that needed my attention, which was, you know, we had started rebranding, um, you know, my brand, and, and we wanted to, you know, pick a release date on when we were going to, you know, release this no, new uh, rebranding. And it was really working on that and also working on the self, you know, um, things that needed to be paid attention to, you know, with my inner self. Um, that was like a reality check. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, you know, we were in a new phase right now. And so yeah. the world is changing and, you know, if you weren't going to work on the change alongside of it, um, it kind of leaves the past to the past, um, you're going to have a really hard time. <laughs> so it was a yeah. time to reflect, a time to really kind of stop and do a life review and kind of revise and pay attention to other things you know and and you know it was for me it was music and 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 the business side of it, you know, I was constantly traveling, constantly performing, you know constantly you know writing and just like go 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 go, and it was nice to just kind of stop and look at what I've done and kind of see where I want to go um you know, and just revamp everything so that way we can reach our goals you know in a, in, a, in a in a different way that's that's absolutely. Amazing, because that's how
0: I felt about being at home and sitting still. Like I said at the beginning, it was, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I can't go anywhere. And there was, wait a minute, this is amazing. I get to reflect, and I posted something about that on, uh, I think it was Instagram or Twitter, where I said, for the first time, I actually got a chance to reflect on all of the things that I have accomplished because I was so busy on the go and trying to figure out like, what is the next thing? Okay, I have to do this. I haven't done this yet. I need to hit this goal. And there yeah, was constant that, that. pressure. Yeah. All the time. And <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, wait a minute. And you, you know, I don't know if you're on Facebook, but you know, on Facebook when it gives you those, you get those notifications that here's a memory from 10 years ago. Here's a memory from five years ago. And that was something that sparked Some of my reflection, I I got a notification of, like, an old memory from something that I did that I completely forgot about. And I said, this is a time to reflect on all the things that I've done to help myself slow down to – and I'm always, like, a really grateful person. I'm really big on spirituality and gratitude. And I said, I really have to um, focus on all the things that I'm grateful for. Like, I I thought that I was a grateful person. I thought that I – always show gratitude, but then when I really started looking back at all of the things that I had accomplished that I forgot about, I'm like, geez, maybe I'm not as grateful as I thought I was. So I'm just yeah. really like digging into being more grateful for past things that I've done instead of being grateful for things that are to come to me. I'm still grateful for things that are coming, but I think that I didn't realize that I hadn't been as grateful as I should have been for all the things that I could have reflected on. So it's really cool to hear you say that because I think that a lot of us are focusing more on gratitude, spirituality, and really understanding what this slow down period really means to all of us. So I know that you have already finished an EP last year. You've been pushing a lot of the songs from that EP. You're working on new projects. Has any of the things that you've been able to reflect on during this quarantine has any of that um been put into some of your new music or is that something that you're doing right now
1: oh yeah, definitely um I think that soul, my my new single soul never dies um really reflect- it, it, it the overall picture or you know metaphor or analogy or whatever you want to call it um mm-hmm. I mean, the song just portrays, you know, uh, a caterpillar turning, you know, going through the whole cocoon phase and then turning into a butterfly. It's basically like taking that leap because sometimes we get caught up in the constant same routine. And what happens is, is that we continue doing that same routine, trying to get new results and it just doesn't happen, and it's because, you know, through the course of things, you know, me being an independent artist, you know, where I Mm -hmm. started is not how I'm going to finish. You know, so you evolve and you change, but if you keep trying to get the same type of result by not, you know, redirecting yourself and trying different things, you're not going to grow, you know. And so what, what it was for me is, okay, up until this point, you know, what do I need to change, and what do I need to redirect? How am I going to redirect this? Because you know, as an independent mm-hmm. artist, and we all go through this with everything. Is you know, you you want to reach your goals, and you want something so badly, um, and 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 it's you, you get you you come to a point where you're like, oh, I just want to give up. I don't want to do this anymore because it's just not happening, and this and that, and blah 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 blah. Right. And then it's really it's no, it's I'm not meant to give up. That's not what I'm supposed to do because. My spirituality and what I believe in, the signs that I get on a daily basis, and the affirmations and the confirmations that I get, um, has gotten me to this point and have guided me and have forced me. No, you're not giving up because we gave you this, this, and that to get to here. So shut up <laughs> and re- we just we just want you to redirect yourself. We want you to make a few changes and try a different path so you can get to. Your goal. And so during quarantine and all that and writing the song Soul Never Dies just kind of portrays that like leaving the past behind, you know, on every level, love, family, whatever the case may be, whatever may be holding me back energetically. And let's change that and redirect and try new things. Yes. Yes. I love it. I think that <laughs> happens to
0: all of us in life. Right. Right, especially when you are a creative, I think it is on you more heavily than others because when you're creative, you are always thinking of this thing that you the have next to thing. finish. You, <laughs> yes, and the, but the crazy thing about what, what the reason why I say as a creative is because when you are creative, you have all these ideas and thoughts in your mind that only you can see, and then you have to then... Take that vision and explain it to someone else so that they can understand what you can see clearly in your mind and it's oh, a like, million no, this
1: times <laughs> this is hap- yeah. this has happened to me a million times, and now you know and and that 's one thing that I had to. Say to myself and change, because, you know, quarantine, now we're all stuck in the house, and I'm like, oh, my God, yes. I wouldn't hang out with these people on a regular day, and now I'm stuck with them 24-7. Oh, my God, I don't know if I'm going to shoot someone or shoot myself, <laughs> and I was like, what is going on right now, and I literally said, and then I, I, I felt myself starting to get back into an old routine of explaining mm-hmm. myself and having to defend myself, and I said, Why am I doing this? And I said, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't care how angry I am. I'm just going to literally turn around and walk away because this is not kosher. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm i loving everything
0: that is coming out of this quarantine. I think that we were all angry at first. But I think the lessons. Oh, yeah, we were all
1: babies and crying about it. Oh, my gosh, (laughs) we
0: were. We, oh, my gosh. I think that those of us that are honest with ourselves and others and those of us that have really been transparent with ourselves especially, we all needed this. We all needed this time out right. because we all needed to, as you said, hey, the old you would have just got into it with everyone, you know, through a tangent, what am I doing here with you guys? But then the new you was like, you know
1: what? This well, the new, the, a, a newer me came came out.
0: <laughs> a newer, right, a, definitely saying, like, a newer me. Newer I
1: mean, yes. <laughs> it, 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 it was just you. really, yeah, a newer me because, you know, I thought that I was okay with these people and, you know, everybody was just, you know, I'm very to myself. I like to, I'm, I'm a loner. You know, I Mm -hmm. like to be by myself, um, you know, and I have to say, though, I think I probably would have been more upset and complained a little bit more if the people around me on my team just, if they were, if they didn't think like I thought and were, took -hmm. took all of the the COVID and all of this fear-based energy, um, you know, if if they were going to act like that and be like that, I mean, it does make sense that they they are my team for a reason because I wouldn't be around right. people have people like that on my team anyway. So what I want, what I'm trying to say is, I'm grateful that I do ha- did have a team that thought the same way and and have the spiritual beliefs as me and we're like, no, we still want to work and we still want to do this and we still want to go and get it. So. Meet me at the park. I'm training your ass. You're doing as many sit-ups as I could tell you to do. And I would look at people, and I'm like, I'm blessed to ha- be grateful to have a trainer, but just because you can't get to the gym doesn't mean that you can't go on your TV and or on your phone and or your iPad or your laptop because everybody has these things, if not one or the other, and work out mm-hmm. at home. And you yeah. can you're now seeing who is lazy and who is not. Absolutely.
0: That's why I said this quarantine was needed because it showed everyone their, it showed everyone who they really are and it showed everyone else who those people really are. Like you can't, this quarantine made it where no one could hide. You You can't can't hide right now. Like you really can't. It's like, All the people that were doing all these things on social media, if it weren't real, the quarantine definitely shows you who's social media and which artists were doing real things, which influencers were doing real things, and who was really just making stuff up. So, again, this was meant to be. We needed this because we all needed to be transparent with ourselves. We all needed to figure out – Even if you aren't an entertainer, I think everyone needed to rebrand their life for where we are right now and where we're going. And if you are being honest with yourself spiritually, with your soul, then you're going to come out of this on top. But for those that didn't listen to all the lessons you're not going to come out of this quarantine and this pandemic on top. And to me, I feel like that's what I've gotten out of this, is how can I be a better me? How can I be um, a more grateful me? How can I show better gratitude? And I'm noticing that a lot of artists that really and truly are serious about their craft, it seems like that's the same lesson that you guys are getting out of this, too, And they're also looking at their team saying, did I pick the right people to be around me or did I choose the wrong people to be around me? And now's the time since no one's touring and traveling to make those changes for a better outcome for your career. But it sounds like you did choose the right people. So that's great that you have all those good people around you because imagine not having that team and still wanting to be on go during the quarantine as much as you possibly could. Um, so I think it's dope that you have a great team. So once this is all over, you're going to have a snatched waist and a bunch of new amazing music.
1: <laughs> I still have my waist trainer on from 9 a.m. this morning. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, there was one person on my team who did tend more towards the fear-based side and literally said yeah. to me, I mean, you know, I have my own recording studio, um, you know, up in Peekskill, um, at my engineer's house. And I'm the only Mm -hmm. artist who records there. And so when he said, let's just wait till this is all over. And I literally said to myself, no way. I'm not going to not record music for the next three months. We don't know what's happening. We don't know. We could not be around anybody till January. You want to wait that, you know, how, like how long is how long going to be? So, you know, but you have to respect no matter what, you know, other people's opinions and how they live their life and, you know, whatever it may be. So I had said to myself, and this is why I say, like, you know, people are like, oh, I, you know, I need a break. Um, you know, I, got, I just need a break, I need a break, I need a break. I'm so tired, I'm so exhausted. And then here you go, you have a two-, three-month break, and everybody's like, crying, like, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that. And it's just like, but you've been complaining about, having a break, break. and for me, I had been saying, you know, for me, it was not that I wanted a break, but for me, it was, I really want to invest in putting a studio together in my own house, so that way, when I do just want to record during the day, or whenever I get that little oomph, like, oh, I want to get in the studio, I'm I'm feeling really creative right now, blah, 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 you know. Instead of just going, okay, writing during the week, you know, practicing my songs and then going to the studio and doing it from morning till the next morning, the next morning, a 24 hour session, I can just go there and kind of, you know, do whatever, you know, just kind of go over what I've already worked on and kind of save time and so that way I can continue creating. And so for me it was, it forced me That the universe is like, no, Danielle Black, you need to get a studio now because look, you could have, should have done it when you thought about doing it. Instead, you waited Mm -hmm. four months and now we're forcing you, now you better get that studio because God forbid that this ever happens again or whatnot. This is actually going to be really beneficial for you. So I hopped yes. on board, I listened to the universe, they said, Go for it. I did it. I have a studio now in, in my house and every single night till twelve o'clock at night or one o'clock in the morning, I'm in my studio. And my engineer producer is like, So you're not gonna come and record with me? <laughs> you know, it's like, Well you didn't you didn't want me to come up there for the for the three months that we were being quarantined and now you're like, Oh, I'm gonna lose her you know, like I'm not playing. Like you know, I'm really? not playing over here. Like work doesn't stop. There, you should right. be resting in between. You shouldn't be going till you drop. And that's something that I that I learned over the past year and definitely during quarantine, where I said I really need to slow down. And mm-hmm. that if I can't record or do something today, that's okay. You know, usually Sunday for me is I'm in bed all day, I'm resting all day, I don't want to talk to anybody, I want to be on my phone, I want to watch some TV, maybe a movie, and just relax. That is the only day that I allow myself to just rest and allow no work. And I used to do this, and I had stopped for about two years. I was just go, 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 go. I was constantly performing, working a 40-hour job, and it was just craziness that I hit a wall. And I said, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'll never do that again. And during quarantine, you know, I think that all this just came about and it forced me to take different directions and redirect myself to the path that I'm supposed to be on. And and I listened Mm -hmm. and I did it. And I think, like you said, if you didn't do what you were supposed to do during quarantine, then you're going to be stuck for a while.
0: Yes. Because you're going to regret
1: and wish that you did. Absolutely. And I think that,
0: and that's why... I always tell people to focus on being your own version of success. And I say that because you can't get online and compare yourself to someone else. And just like you reiterated, if you don't come out of this quarantine the way that you're supposed to, it's your fault. And I'm not saying come out of this on Daniel Black's uh, timeline. You might have – built your studio, and recorded every single night except Sunday, and that's your version of doing what you were supposed to do, going to the park, you know, working out, and wearing a waist trainer. That's your version. Everyone knows what they need to do, and that goes back to being transparent with yourself and, and listening to your spirit guide, listening to the universe, because, like you said, the universe has been telling you for years very loudly to build your studio, and you didn't listen, but then this year you're like, you know what, <laughs> you've been screaming this to me for a while, let me be obedient, and that's all that people need to take out of this part of the interview is coming out of this with what you were supposed to do to make yourself a better person, and like you said, everyone's been screaming, oh, I need a break, I need a break. Here's the break. Here's right. the break. Right, right. Here's the time to get all of the rest that you didn't get throughout all of these years. And that's what I had to say to myself, like, because I'm like you, I always said Sunday is my off day, but then I will let people and things pull me away from not doing things on Sunday. And I too was like, you know what? No, I'm getting back to my Sundays are mine and my family's leave me alone. And um, so that's, Getting out of this what you're supposed to get out of this so that when this is over, you're a better version of yourself, and no one has an excuse. Even if you are an essential worker, there's still a message in all of this for you and what you're supposed to get out of all this. Maybe it's a career change that you've always wanted to do, but you were afraid to. Now's the time to do it while everything's still closed and kind of slow, but, um, I think that once we focus on what we're supposed to focus on, then we'll be a better person. So um, I know that in 2018, you dropped your EP, Solid Gold, and now we're talking about uh, spirituality and awakening and just being a new person and focusing on new things. So I know that a lot of the songs that I have and that were sent to me, they're all off of that project. Are you planning on putting out a new EP with all of the new songs, or are you waiting um, before you do that? That's that showing well, the new word, Danielle.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you know, because of quarantine and all, all of this craziness, um, mm-hmm. you know, we had to push the timeline of everything is just like, you know, being pushed back. And I'm a planner and an organizer, yeah. and I'm like, no, it was supposed to come out on this date, not supposed to be coming out on that date. And like, I need it now. And like, da 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 da. And it's like, you know, something that I've been practicing and and learning. And you know, it it doesn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? You can be doing it, you know, when you start something, you you do it for a straight week and then like you might fall off a little bit, but you need to be aware that you're falling off. And so that way you get Mm -hmm. right back on. So, because it needs to be consistent. So something that I've learned is that you know, just to be patient and, and it's not supposed to happen on my time. It's supposed to happen on, in divine time when it's supposed to happen yes. because, you yes. know, and I follow astrology and everything. And, uh, you know, I'm about like my moon and voids and my retrogrades. And so like I plan, you know, my, my business strategy around this stuff. Um, it's just the way mm-hmm. I flow because, um, you know, as the universe says, you know, you don't have to work that hard. You don't have to worry that much. You just need mm-hmm. to believe and trust that we are working in your favor on the other side of it. And so when yes. you let go of something, that's when it just kind of happens. So it's, you know, being in quarantine and not being not being in in full control, that has taught me that I don't I just have to be in control of me and what I do on a day-to-day basis and, you know, just kind of allow the universe to just let it, when it happens, it happens, you know, and just Mm -hmm. let it go, you know, and not to say that, oh, fall off and be lazy and don't, you know, you know, just kind of wait in the wind. No, it's just being at peace and knowing that it is going to happen. It might not happen today, but it's going to happen in three months.
0: Yeah, and the universe works for you when the universe, people have to understand that the universe is energy, right? It's all energy, so saying that you're waiting for the universe to open up those doors for you doesn't mean that you're waiting, twiddling your thumbs, because you still have to give the the universe your energy, and with that energy, is going back to you talking about your studio. You... Getting in the studio and doing what you do, whether it's just laying down a verse or just humming something or writing to some beats or things like that, that's giving the universe energy, letting the universe know that this is what you're pouring yourself into and what you want it to bring something to fruition for you. I think people get that confused when people say that. I think they think that when people say that, that you're just sitting here waiting for the air to bring you something is like, no, <laughs>
1: you no, you're do still the, you know, doing like, your part, you yeah, know, you because, because I was part. like, okay, the album can't come out now, you know, all of a sudden all these beats started coming. And then, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm not going to, you know, I have time to work on my album. Let me just finish these singles that I didn't finish mm-hmm. and let me just put mm-hmm. out singles. And so that's all I've been doing is just putting out singles. You know, I have another one coming out for a letter with my boy large amount, um, you know, and then I have another single coming after that. And I'm like, all right, so so what if we push the album a little bit further? Because it is different. I'm going with a little bit of a right. country hip-hop vibe. So, you okay. know, it's it was just the universe saying, hey, you know, it's not time for this specific album right now. But it doesn't mean that I don't. I'm not coming out with music. Of course, I'm still right. coming out with music. It just wasn't time yet. But we got more music coming. My new album's coming. It's called Guardian. Um, okay. You know, we got some some. Um, uh, I don't want to say gospel, but um, kind of like an enlightening enlightenment type of um, vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it is hip hop, and um, it's okay. going to be pretty dope. So I'm super excited.
0: Awesome. So let's just start with um, Solid Gold for those that might be listening that haven't heard the project yet. Give us a little bit of description of Solid Gold and who you worked with on that project.
1: Yeah, so Solid Gold was the third EP that I came out with. My first one was Treasure Chest, and my second was the Black Diamond Project, and so Mm -hmm. it was only... Um, evident that we, you know, continued with the kind of like gem, jewel, treasure chest vibe of it. And um, mm-hmm. my assistant at the time had given me a Christmas gift filled with a box with all gold stuff. And she says, all that glitters is gold. And so at that very moment, I said, my next EP is going to be called Solid Gold. And so um, one of my singles on there is uh, All That Glitters Isn't Gold to basically okay. say that it could be flickering at you and it looks so shiny and so pretty, but it doesn't really mean that that's exactly what it is. So mm-hmm. the EP, I worked um, with Guap Uni Music Music Studios, where I recorded um, it. Um, we collaborated in writing on that album. Um, Kay Smiles is on that album with me. Um, and Jay Santos was the producer of the album. Okay, dope, dope. So with the Solid Go Project, you
0: took that and released a couple of tracks. I know that there is a video that you've been promoting and pushing, and that's the finished video. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that you have a couple of other songs that you've been pushing from that EP as well. But for the finished video, um, for the finished song, Why was that the song that you chose to do a video for?
1: Oh, Because, to be honest with you, I was so enraged at my ex-boyfriend that I had just recently Mm -hmm. broke up with that I wrote that song about. (laughs) And I was like, I have to do a music video because I have to look amazing and I need to show what he's missing. (laughs) And... (laughs) And, you know, to be honest with with you, that song was um, a single that I was really proud of, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in in writing-wise and energy-wise. And to me, it was like – it it was the very, very, very beginning of my new beginning and my rebirth, you know, Mm -hmm. closing out the old to start working on entering the new – and just because mm-hmm. you leave something doesn't mean that you are in the new. It takes time to get into the new. So that was mm-hmm. the beginning of it. And so when I did that music video, the director, um, George from G-Town Films, who was the videographer, he, um, you know, texted me one day and he was like, hey, how do you feel about working with a snake? And I said, I have no idea. I guess we're going to have to just see. And, right. you know, it was very... When he said a snake, I said, oh, my God. I said, I have to have it because, and I didn't care what I had to do (laughs) to work extra hours or do whatever I needed to do to have that snake in the video. Mm -hmm. I just knew in my heart and in my soul that I needed that snake because snake, to me, was a representation of rebirth, you know, shedding Mm -hmm. old skin and, you know, coming out brand new, like, here I am, like, I'm not finished yet, you tried to hold me back, you tried to indirectly, you know, um, hate on me, and, you know, you, you know, show support in certain ways, but my intuition knew, nah, you're not really supporting me, and I'm not down with this, and I'm walking away, and I, yeah. you know, loved myself, and was courageous enough to say, I don't need you. You know, I thought that right. this was, we were a team. I thought that, you know, we were going to ride together and build together, and he was not wanting to build. He was very comfortable. I'm not a very comfortable person. So I wrote that song about him, and that's it. I, we, I moved on. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the crazy thing is
0: that people don't understand that you have to, when you're with someone that's a hustler, you have to match their hustle. If right. you don't match their hustle, they can love you all day long, but eventually they'll get bored with your lack of hustle. And it's almost, and I'm speak, I'm this type of person, so that's who I can say this. It's almost like a disrespect. It's like, how dare you disrespect me and my hustle by being lazy? I don't understand
1: it. Correct, correct. <laughs> it was a constant facade. It was a constant, what? I am this and I am that. And then, you know, that people try to do certain things to 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 show you that they are and then they fall off. So mm-hmm. you argue about the fall off and then the and then they do something to kind of keep you quiet for a little bit mm-hmm. but then it's just going to go and get rocky again because they cannot uphold the fakeness. Yeah, they cannot they cannot uphold it and so it was mm-hmm. like all right enough is enough. I mean, it takes so much energy for a human being to try to be something that they're not and it's like why? You know, and, yeah. and I'm a very real person, you know, I'm I'm not a desperate woman, I don't need a man, I want a man, you know, I and, and, and when I need yeah. a man it'll be I need you because you fulfill me with strength and love and, and prosperity and spirituality. That's a need that Another human being wants from another human being, not because they need you in a desperate way. So, right. you know, it, 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 to me, it was like, uh, you know, it was devastating to be like, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And so life goes on. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And the cool thing is, is that you have your music to get those feelings out through. And I know that you're grateful for having this artistry to be able to create and get those thoughts and feelings out and then say, Okay, let's go to the next song. <laughs> let's already got that out. On to the Right. Next.
1: It's definitely um, a great <laughs> expression. It's it's definitely, you know, a form of getting that anger and resentment, you know, out uh one hundred percent. You know, and and yeah. you know, he made me kind of feel like I wasn't good enough, you know what I mean? Like, you have a golden egg in your hand. Like, what? what is going on? Like, we just made a, a project called Salad Gold. You have a golden egg in, in your hand, and, you know, what? what is going on here, you know? So nice. it was just, like, so crazy to me that, you know, how can you not visually – how do you not see what's right in front of you? And, like, I know when I look in the mirror, I'm like, you know – I'm the shit, you know, but then, you know, sometimes when you have certain energies around you, you kind of start to say, maybe I'm not who I think I am. Maybe I am who they think I am. And, you know, and da 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 da. And you start to fall, fall into that. And it's like, no, 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 I got to get out of here. This is crazy. This is not me. Bye. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. And that's why
0: it's so important to have the right energy around you because when you start, Allowing yourself to be around bad energy, you start getting consumed by that bad energy and sometimes Correct. you don't realize it until the last minute. And then like you said, you get into this place where you're like, wait, wait, wait. What is going on? I've never thought about myself like this. What, what are you doing? Back it up. Let's stop. Let's, let's regroup because this is not who we are. This is not who we are. I've done that to myself sometimes, like when I, Self-doubt tries to creep into my mind when I'm working on things. I will literally say to myself out loud, what are you doing? This is not what we are, and this is not what we're doing today. <laughs> so right, regroup, exactly. Take a break and come back. <clears throat> right. And it's funny that you mentioned about the snake and how you see it. I actually have um, a snake tattoo on my wrist, and a lot of people are like, wow, why are you have a snake on Oh, my
1: wrist?
0: God. So I'm like, I see snakes differently. Also, the snake is my Chinese zodiac.
1: So, oh wow!
0: I, yeah, so I see snakes differently. So when you said that, I was like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, that's the way that I see them.
1: So, that's so amazing! Look at that. Yes. See, signs are everywhere. I'm a I'm a true believer in that. You know what I mean? And yes. and just yes. you know. And I'm like, you're not, you're not right because God told me five minutes ago I was going to make it and to not give up. And here you are telling me, well, you know, if it doesn't go, you know, work out, you know, you could just, you know, be a stay-at-home mom or this and that. And I'm like, What? I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, that's not right. what I've been working for. And why would you – why would somebody even say that? That's not a support system. That's not, why you know – put those vibes it, out there? Exactly. And that was, like, another argument. And it's like, you know, no. Like, you know me – you should know me better than that. We've had thousands and millions of talks. And you know mm-hmm. who – that's what I don't like about people sometimes, you know, they know who you are. They know what you're about. They They know – what you want to do, they know how hard you work for it, but can literally sit there and say, eh, don't worry about it. If it doesn't work out, you could do this and that. Instead of saying, hey, pick yourself up. Don't talk like that. You've been working so hard. You got this. You can do it and keep going. Right. And you, at right. the end of the day, as long as you're doing what's in your heart and it's not hurting anybody and you're doing it out of love and, you know, for the passion of it, then you keep doing it.
0: Absolutely. And- you have to also remember, people project their own feelings and self doubt onto you. Right? If they have self doubt. They're not gonna. It's hard to believe in someone else if I don't believe in myself. And correct. I tell people this all the time. You can't allow someone else to project their self doubt onto you. You can't allow yourself to absorb their bad energy. And if someone always Has disbelief in you, and someone always has negative energy. All they're doing is pushing what they feel about themselves onto you because misery really does love company, and you have to tell them they're uninvited. I don't want to be. Believe
1: me, I know 2020 quarantine, (laughs) this family household. (laughs) I was like, every day, the same, same words come out. I swear to God, I'm like a broken record. Okay. You are you, I am me. Stay there, and I'm stay here. It's called Four Walls. These are my four walls, those are your four walls. (laughs) You stay over there. Close the door, because it's leaking through. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So, for anyone
0: that's tuned in, like, if you haven't gotten anything out of this interview, except being transparent with yourself, believing in yourself, separating yourself from negative energy, and not being afraid to go after what you want and believe in your heart and soul. I don't know what interview you've been listening to. I know we've talked about... Um, Daniel's music, But I love for people to get to know the person that I'm interviewing so that they can feel more connected to your music and understand why you write the way you do, why you put the music together the way that you do. That's the type of interviewer that I am. I like for people to get to know who you are and say, oh, my gosh, I really enjoyed that interview. Like, Danielle seems like a really cool person. I love that she has a spiritual side. So now when I listen to her music, I totally understand where she's coming from. Now that I know what Spanish is really all about, I have a deeper connection with that track. I have a deeper connection with um solid gold. So I know that you put out um you think you know, um you have Trap Madonna, which I love that name by the way, Trap Madonna <laughs> and um Rizal de DeBlanco. So let's go to Trap Madonna. Um As we wrap up the interview, what? Tell me about Trap Madonna. Why Trap Madonna? I'm loving this, though.
1: Tell me about that Madonna. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Madonna. I've been since a young girl. I mean, you know, I'm happy that my parents allowed me to listen to her music at such a young age. Um, it, I mean, music was a big thing in my household. Was, music was always on from Gloria Estefan, you know, and it just goes on and on and on. But Marvin Gaye, oh, my God, we played out Marvin Gaye like crazy when I was young. Um, and me and, my, me, and my, me, me and my siblings used to, like, make up dances to it, too. It was hilarious. But Trap Madonna, so Madonna, I'm a huge fan, and, you know, I'm hip-hop, trap music, we were doing dance music, and I was just like, you know, we're listening to this um, beat in the car, my ex and I, and we're driving around the neighborhood, and I live, you know, I'm from the Bronx, New York, but I reside in Westchester right now in Yonkers, and okay. it's okay. called Westchester Hills, where I live, so... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're driving around, and we stop at a stop sign, and we're listening to the beat, you know, and we just keep saying, Vogue around I'm the Trap Madonna, Vogue around on the Trap Madonna, in the hills, you know, I'm the Trap Madonna, because I live in Westchester Hills, and we just, like, kept doing this, we kept doing this, and then... Kate, we we were like, oh, let's just smoke something and and go to the house and finish writing this song. So we did. Mm -hmm. We come in, we're in my bedroom, and literally, like, I'm, like, remembering all of the the names of the songs that I used to listen to of her and her albums. And Mm -hmm. I incorporated them into the song and just, you know, started writing all these lyrics, and it was born. And it was like Vogue Around on the Trap Madonna yeah, and I had short I love blonde I hair. I had short blonde hair at the time and it just like I fit the look and it was just it that's it. It was it.
0: I loved it because Madonna
1: it is somewhat attract Madonna, honestly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now she is, she's so into you, urban she, and everything. Yes. She's so into it. It's so funny yes. how she evolved. It's crazy. She <laughs> so got this perfect and everything. Sense. Yeah, it's like she's got the booty now,
0: and she definitely is Trap Madonna. So it's kind of like you spoke her into existence, this this new um Madonna, you know, the new persona that she has. So I think that's so amazing. So thank um, you, thank I know you. earlier you talked about <clears throat> the different genres of music that you've worked on. How would you describe yourself as an artist? I know a lot of artists don't want to be put in a box. So I'm not asking you to put yourself in a box. Can yeah.
1: you just describe what type of artist you are? I'm the type of artist that is just going to go with the flow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the energy that works right then and there. You give me a pop mm-hmm. beat um, and I'm going to it and I'm going to attack it, then that's what I'm going to release if that's the flow of it. Um, mm-hmm. I am an artiste.
0: Okay. I,
1: I'm not a rapper. I'm not a singer. I'm an artiste. And that's okay. just how I want to be recognized as. Okay. And you're, it's always I, I going to it. be, yeah, and it's always going to be Danielle Black. You know, it's same type of swag, that same type of style, um, you yeah. know, that I just bring into any type of, you know, genre style. So.
0: Yeah. And if you look at the different photos of you, you can see the different personalities that you have. Like, right. You know, you have like the hat to the side and then there's one where you're just being cute and you have like your cutoffs and your cowgirl boots on. And then, you know, there's just like, you can tell that you really, um, this is what is the word I'm looking for? You really embrace every single aspect of who you are. And that makes, Danielle Black. It's kind of like um, Nicki Minaj. Like she's different characters, and she embraces each character and brings out the character that is that she's vibing with at the time. Like that sounds like Nicki Minaj to me. Like that's definitely. I and I is. I'm
1: so happy you said that because I absolutely love Nicki Minaj. Like I want I would love. Like, her albums totally spoke to me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj is a writer. Like, she's an, she expresses herself
0: mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. well.
1: And mm-hmm. that's kind of where I got a lot of my, I don't want to say skills, or maybe I want to say skills, but that's really how yeah, I good. kind of attack my songs, is very, like, emotional and very intense, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I really love about her.
0: Yeah, she's amazing and I think that her pen game goes over so many people's heads with the double entendres and everything that she uses. Like I don't really think people I don't think like the regular person with that's listening to music with a regular ear really even picks up on every single entendre that she puts in the verses, even on just regular old simple lines that she lays down for artists that she's featured on. It's like, if you really listen to what she's saying, it can mean so many different things.
1: Oh, and I mean, a lot I, of the lyrics in uh, in, the, in this hip-hop game have been lost. I mean, that's why, yes. I, you know, I said that about about Nikki, you know. And, you know, even like, you know, when you say, like, all oh, my parents or people are like, oh, I don't listen to that stuff. And it's just like, what do you mean? Like, hip-hop is the most, like, emotional, like, expression, it's poetry, it's, you know, it's spoken word and it, uh, on yeah. a beat, you know, and people, I'm like, because you're not listening to what's being said, you're just, Absolutely. like, it's ratchet and crazy, and people are shaking their booties, and I'm like, but you didn't hear what they said! <laughs>
0: <laughs> the booty is and is am like... you
1: in so that you can, it's like... If I don't give you
0: something to draw you in, you won't be entertained. Like I have to entertain you so you can be drawn in and then you can hear what I'm saying to you. Like Oh, for sure. My new, series, <clears throat> My new
1: series My new series Dressing Room Diaries is called um I'm going to do a, an episode called The Naked Handle because mm-hmm. you know Instagram, you know, what's your handle? Oh, just Danielle Music. And, you know, it's funny because I'm going to add in other stuff, but the whole thing was the idea came from I show a half-naked picture and I get, like, so many likes and so many comments, and it's like then I post, you know, a a flyer or something, and it's like crickets. It's like where is the support you're supporting because I wrote an emotional story under a half-naked picture. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, it's so crazy and and absurd and it's so aggravating.
0: Mm Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's like going back to Nikki, like when she became mainstream, she had to wear all of the hair and the, you know, the wigs and the crazy colors so that you could pay attention to her. And then once she had everyone's attention, she was then able to be a more tamed person. Nikki, as far as how she dresses. And the same thing with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga came out and she was in neat dresses and not saying that these weren't their personas, but it's like I had to put this persona out first to grab your attention. And now that I have your attention, now I can wear a regular suit on the red red carpet. It's like I already have your attention now, you know. So right. it's crazy that you have to do that with people but I tell people all the time if you like country music then you definitely
1: would like rap
0: it's the same it's just a
1: different beat Correct correct and and it's yeah. and it's it, and that's also you know why I'm I, you know I chose country beats because I wanted to add that swag to it you know um mm-hmm. you know so I chose these country hip hop beats and you know, I'm just gonna go for it and um yeah. the album's almost done, so we're just getting ready.
0: Absolutely. I I just after talking to you during this interview, like I'm already excited for what you have to come and I Thank love you. the way you approach your music and the why behind you approach your music the way that you do. So for anyone that's listening to this interview, can you please give them all of your social media handles, and let them know how they can support you as an artist. Like if there's a website, your YouTube, all those things, so they can support you and what you do.
1: Yeah, you all can find, follow me at Just Danielle Music on Instagram, uh, also on TikTok. And my new website is JustDanielleBlack.com. Yes,
0: awesome, awesome. I definitely appreciate you for being on the throne with me today on the Elite Radio Show.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it.